Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week we discuss how to get flowers without asking, what to do when your antidepressants ruin your sex life, and how to bring up someone's stinky feet. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. Hello! Oh my goodness, you guys missed quite an intro. We just filmed it and now Corey said that we have to redo it. So yeah. here we are again. Well, welcome <laughs> back. It's us trying again. Because you know what? Well... Things are different. It's a it's a Wednesday. We usually record on Monday. Uh, You're stealing all the lines that I said in the first take. <laughs> it's seven. It's seven thirty almost in the PM. We usually record at like eight in the AM. Yeah. Well, everything is feeling wild and crazy, kids. It's kooky. That's the line. You forgot what I said. It was kooky. It was kooky. Did, did you just want to redo it because you don't like the word kooky? What's the T? No. No. I love that. I love <laughs> no. the word cook. Kooky, because you know when people do those letter, you know those name things where they're like T. The T in Tyler stands for terrific, and then the okay. Y stands for what are those called? You say kooky for K. Yes, <laughs> I am kooky for cocoa puffs. It is a. Let me tell you, in fifth grade, we learned what that is and what we had to do it in our poetry notebook. Yeah, I remember very distinctly. And I, it's called like an acrostic. Maybe? I'm having a. I'm having a very vivid flashback to an episode that we filmed in. <laughs> on the like full oh, screen with stage Connor. where we talked about this. Did we make him we, with Connor? We made Connor oh. do an acrostic. I think, I think I recall. God, look at not us being our own historians. Who knows? That's a core anyway, memory well, for me. I, I was I just like thought, there. I thought acrostics, that is not a poem. You did not create, poem. this is not a format. Poem. It's not a format of a poem. Sonnet, <laughs> yes. You love iambic pentameter. Hell yeah. I find that people that can be doing that shit go on Hamilton, but like a acrostic, no. Yeah. I had to write a sonnet in my um poetry class in college once, and uh the teacher told me mine was fudge perfect, which I was like, I'm sorry I didn't clap out all my syllables. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Your teacher's name was Mrs. Fudge Perfect? <laughs> no. What'd you say? I, I didn't listen to a word of that she, sentence, but you caught me, you got me back into it with fudge perfect. Something about fudge perfect. She she would say that like you fudged the syllables to like make it the like correct iambic pentameter, and she would call it fudge perfect if you like. It's called a slant rhyme. Maybe that's what I was doing. I don't know. Mine was fudge perfect. All I know is some girl wrote a sonnet about picking apples and the teacher was wet for it. The girls are fighting. Do you hear them? Is it me and you? Are we fighting? It's Crouton and Willie, and they won't let up. That that Willie <laughs> bark won't let up. He got that big Go Willie on. style. Go on. Yeah. And <gasps> you guys, Corey is going to meet Crouton and Willie this weekend. Well, and if are, they're listening are we to this, to say that? yeah, if they're, if they're listening to this episode, though, it's already had happened. <laughs> well, briefly describe your meet cute. With oh, Crouton. my God. So there we were. He came running over. He looked me yeah. in the eyes and then he ran the other way and didn't even let me. What did out. you think of what did you think of his snaggle tooth? I thought once I thought, you know, when they say dogs re- resemble their owners. <laughs> one dead tooth. One dead tooth, one snaggle tooth. I was looking at Crouton in the eyes today and I was I said to Hudson, I said, Oh baby, do you think he had do- other dog friends out on the streets? before us and you took him away yeah like he misses his friends and now he has to hang with me because you know he he was found on the side of the highways but certainly he knew someone out there in the world yeah i mean same my two of my friends here in san francisco their dog was a street dog and they're always like oh he's got street smarts but he did he does have street he did kill a bird in a bush though and i thought well that and then they were all like freaked out and i was like that's how he used to get his dinner <laughs> I do wonder what Crouton was eating because he never doesn't eat. If I put something in front of him, he will eat it. So I'm like, were times that tough where you were eating like gravel or some shit? Certainly. Yes, yes. Speaking of people who've had some tough times. Yeah. <laughs> should we go ta- on? <laughs> should we take some advice? Oh, are we doing an advice episode? Yeah, I thought Certainly. so. Are we supposed to be high? No. Did we already do that? No. I think we did, actually. I think we did do a high episode. <laughs> there was a high bonus episode on the Patreon in the month Ew. of August. But the uh, but but everyone else hasn't gotten their fair share of stonedness. Well, you know what? Maybe some things are for some people and some things are not oh. for some people. So, bitch, if you wanted it, you got it. I want it, I bought it. <laughs> and if I can't afford it, then I guess I'm going to steal it. Steal it, steal it. Okay, so what are the what advice do people want? Okay, so should I hit it? Okay, you, I'm going to pull up the first email. You tell them what to do if they ever need advice. Okay, so here's the name of the game, my freakazoids. Uh, Corey and I just think of us as your big brothers who have some thoughts on what you're going through, but we don't we don't have any type of expertise. We're just kind of here with your good vibes in mind and we're trying to get good going on with you. But like if it fucks up and that's, that's on you. So if you have a question, you can email to psychobabblequestions at gmail.com and make sure that the subject is something applicable, concise, and flashy. And make sure that your um, question in the body of the email is, bitch, sum it up, okay? We do not need your book proposal. 
we get it. You think your problem is special. A lot of people <laughs> have a lot of problems, but sum it up, get it to us, get it good, gotta go on, go on girl, get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have not the first, hit it, Fergie. I have the first uh, question pulled up, and I was like trying not to laugh while you were talking because you know how Gmail does the like automated um, responses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like got it. <laughs> the the little the three responses to this person's questions are: I'll take care of it. That sucks, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <gasps> sometimes all you want to hear is that sucks you're right oh i know so maybe we just well, maybe we preemptively don't read it and we just say good luck with this <laughs> good um, luck this question comes from jay uh jay says Corey and tyler i'm having issues i'm currently on a nine hour road trip to maine with my boyfriend and his 14 year old little brother things were going fine for a while but the little brother just took off his shoes and boy do his feet stink Sometimes the dogs be barking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I have seven hours left and I feel like I can't breathe. And he keeps putting his feet up between the two front seats. Um, and I feel like the car doors are closing in on me. I don't want to be mean and embarrass this kid, but I don't know how to slyly tell my boyfriend that his brother's feet stink. Uh, do I just say something like, oh, something smells in here? Or do I just oh. suck it up for the next several hours? Please help. Suck it up? Suck what up? The toe? The, the smell? Air, the what? The stink? The stink. Um, I think if you, <sighs> bitch, if you're going through something like this, and and you don't feel comfortable telling the brother, I, I you have to be like, do you mind if we stop for a bathroom break? And you got to find a moment where it's just the two of you, and you look your boyfriend dead in the eye, and you say, "That boy's feet stink." You have to say something. <laughs> This you, is, you have like you just have to be like can we stop like, i just need to stretch my feet or whatever you need to say i, I just know. need to wash my feet let's all wash them together <laughs> is there a sink in the car i do have <laughs> tips for such an event um i this like i get i'm getting stressed having read this email because stinky feet i hate like that's one thing if your feet stink it really bothers me and I, I feel find like, uh, it's uh, some one man's trash is another man's treasure. Somebody uh, out there is living for the oh, little for brother's sure, toes. for sure, for sure. Well, um, <laughs> it's not me, and I I would literally have to say something. I hope you said something. I hope you're still not. <laughs> this email came, <laughs> are you still in the car? <laughs> this email came seven hours more than seven hours ago. So chances are, well, hopefully you survived. Maybe Jay's not even hearing this message. Maybe Jay is a cycle ghosty now. I just kind of feel like what is any connection with another human if if you're not able to speak your truth? If you're not able to tell somebody like, dude, put your shoes back on. They, those stink. Then what kind of relationship do you have? Is it even worth even trying to like remedy or salvage at that point? If you can't be honest at that level... Get out. What if you kill the, just kill the brother? What if you just take your finger and tickle the little soles of his feet? The next problem is <laughs> if anybody is sticking their feet anywhere near you during yeah. a car ride, airplane ride, whatever the hell, I think you have full, um, uh, uh what's it called? Permission to suck on one toe to really, or do something that really fucks with them. That's like, how old is this? <laughs> the brother's 14. No, no. Oh, don't suck on the toe. Don't <laughs> su you know what? I, you figure this out. Ask your brother to suck on the, well, don't, 
No sucking on toes unless everybody's of age and consent. <laughs> if it's, I, I do think there should be something. If like if somebody puts their hair behind the airplane seat oh. and it's covering your movie oh my or whatever, God, I would. You should kill. be allowed to cut it. <laughs> I Snips say the, them off. I say the same at the club. If everyone's dancing and someone with long hair comes and gets and it's all on your back, I should be able to cut it. Who has long hair at the club? People. Not in the club that I go to. If oh. anybody's getting their long hair stuck to my sweaty body, <laughs> I can't be held accountable for what happens. Same with if your stinky toes are in my front seat. There you have it. Good luck. That's how Sue sees it. Gosh, so I, who else needs help? Um, <laughs> <laughs> lots of people. If my boyfriend, if my boyfriend's little brother had his stinky feet out, I would say, you have got to figure to that get- out because the smell is outrageous, <laughs> my my dear. I would say that, quote unquote. I think that's how I would word it. <laughs> that smell is outrageous, my dear. I th- you, you know, I find that um, I am able to get away with being rude sometimes to people if I just perform the sentence in a funny way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean what I say, but... <laughs> well, well, you do love to laugh. Yeah. Get them laughing too, but get them socks on. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else, so finding the perfect place is easier than ever, and so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom, and You'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner, and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet, so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Okay, this next one comes from V. V says, hey guys, so I am on a daily dose of antidepressants to manage my mental health for the last two years. Same, baby. Unfortunately, the med slash dosage that my doctor and I have found that worked best for me negatively affects my sex life. 
The meds reduce my sex drive massively and make it super difficult to climax. My husband knows all about this and is supportive, but I think it's hurting our marriage. Do I risk my marriage or my mental health? V. That is a very real situation that I know a lot of people in my life deal with. Yeah. Um, I would have that conversation with either your therapist or your psychologist who is prescribing the stuff. And there are always other solutions that could help you uh, with performance anxiety or performance issues or anything like that. (laughs) Does this bring us to our sponsor, (laughs) Hymns? No. Oh, well, then ignore what I just said. (laughs) Great advice. But I would say it's a challenging thing where it's like there are a lot of if anybody else is out there on antidepressants, I think you could probably relate. There are side effects that come along with my antidepressants that I'm like, would I rather endure this for however long I'm going to be on this in exchange for not wanting to? um... Yeah. And I often think in that moment where I'm doing the toss up, you know what? I will endure that because it's kind of nice to not want (laughs) to. All the time. (laughs) It's a, yeah, it is a, it's a, a very real trade-off that I have had. Not necessarily for, like, sexual stuff, but, like, for me, a lot of what I give up is, um, I get so tired on my antidepressants. And so, like, it's, like, my energy level. And I'm like, well, would I exchange my energy level in my everyday life for not wanting to, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? But I think if it's a, pro- a problem between you and your partner, I think um, there are a lot of ways to engage in sexual activity that don't include um, you com- coming to completion. Coming, coming to completion. <laughs> what, how do people say it? Coming to completion? Climaxing. Climaxing is the word. Thank you. Um, there's a lot that you can get up to that's not climax-oriented or climax focus that's true i mean and i think it just um would come to like having that conversation with your partner especially if like uh they're aware as well um but you know what this one is a you're right that sucks because yeah. you're right that sucks you're right that sucks <laughs> go off <laughs> um i think tyler gave a lot of great advice um hopefully that was a little bit helpful i doubt it was i'm trying to think <laughs> It's okay. Listen, we're just supposed to be the fun brother and sister. Just tell your your partner to put his shoes back on and they stink. Okay? (laughs) Not the stinky feet again. Did you ever read Stinky Cheese Man? No. God, what a good book. I can't, I just, I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. It was like fairy tales, but like from a, like a gross perspective like little like disgusting and like rancid yeah um moving right along (laughs) (laughs) maybe try that um this is uh this is this this was a long email from anonymous um and pass (laughs) and i'm gonna get to the point because i i would love to talk about this essentially there's they were saying that they started dating someone um and um They'd been like hanging out for a while and then they noticed that um, their the guy they were dating still had pictures of him and his ex-girlfriend um, up on Instagram. 
Um, and this person wants to know if that's um, normal, if you're dating someone new, if you should keep your photos up or take them down or what the what the tea is. <laughs> this person seems mad that they're up and I wanted to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you could be mad that they're up. But like, I've never had, I've like never had this um, experience really. And like, did I... Did I take down the pictures of my last ex? I don't think there were that I many. I have certainly out. taken down pictures of exes. But do you think it's like mandatory? I don't think it's mandatory. I mean, I think it really depends on the um, your partner's relationship with their ex. Yeah. How the how the breakup happened? What their involvement was when they were together? Like, were they married with kids, or is it kind of <laughs> like, a, oh, they dated? This and sounds like they just on somebody dated. Or, it, I think it really depends on the emotional maturity of your ex. If um, I don't think anybody has a right to be like you, you, my partner have to do this. I agree. Pure, bitch. If you are at a point where you're, if you are policing your partner's social media usage, girl, good luck in eighth grade next year. And, I mean, this is also, it's like a new relationship. And I'm just kind of like, if you're already kind of going through this, um, this early on, like it's supposed to be all like hot and heavy, lovey dovey at the beginning, right? You tell me, I don't know. I'm trying <laughs> to figure it out, Hanny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I, 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 I just think anybody that tries would ever tell me to like delete a post. Oh, honey, that is so. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> emotionally not ready for where I currently am that's kind of how i feel i'm like i just can't ever imagine myself uh like looking at someone's so that i was dating instagram and like wanting them to take stuff down now if they are still posting if they are posting post you being together pictures of them and their their ex but that's some funky <laughs> behavior maybe that uh, uh maybe that deserves a question mark from you but like like Asking old photos them to or like hanging out and archive? hanging new photos? I don't know. Maybe like a TBT. I don't know. I don't That's know. That's a little weird. I just wanted to, oh my God, imagine posting a TBT with your ex. <laughs> I would do it, but I would crop them. <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have. I think I do. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was just, I was, I liked this question and I was like, is this what dating is like these days? I totally understand. I feel like in college, maybe that is a thought that's run through my head of like, why does my, why does my partner? You just have to realize not everyone views social media in the same way. Oh, hell yeah. And so some people might think their profile is like, they have, you know how certain people on MySpace have really decked it out. And it's like, (laughs) they have spent hours to, to really think, how am I presenting myself? Some people log on and don't think twice. And so don't like Me. use the lens that you <laughs> curate your own social media profile and apply that to somebody else's lens and assume that they're using the same like standards of how they're presenting themselves. They might just like log on, like some tweets, log out. They might not be thinking like, "Oh, how am I being perceived?" Yeah. And even if they are, I think you're thinking too much about it. Yeah. I yeah, I think you should let it go unless Unless he's like still in love with her, but I don't know. It didn't sound like that. At the end of the day, the X is in the tags. 
moving. You are oh, you are in shit. his bed, baby. <laughs> like, why are you concerned? Not you are in his tags. She is in his tags. She says tags, you're in his bed. Ugh. Move on. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This comes from H. H says, how can I get flowers without asking? Buy them for yourself. <laughs> I was hoping you would have a response just to the question or to the subject matter, rather. Um, H says, uh, do you want to hear the little synopsis real quick? Sure. H says, my boyfriend and I are celebrating our one year anniversary in a few weeks. He is amazing. And this past year has been the happiest of my life. We said we wouldn't get gifts because we want to spend money on dinner and hotel. But of course, I got him something anyway. Okay, this is your first problem. If somebody ever told me we're not doing gifts and then got me something anyway, I would be furious. Um, I would love it because I would be like, oh, I didn't get gifts because you told me not to. So thank you. (laughs) I know, but I can tell from this email that they would be like, heated.org if they didn't get something even after saying we weren't doing gifts. Anyways, I was hoping he'd do the same and maybe I'd at least get some flowers. The more I thought about it, I've only gotten flowers one time in our relationship for my birthday and he knows I enjoy them. He is a very attractive boyfriend and loves me in the way that he knows and he has gotten me other gifts that are very Um, often that are very thoughtful, but I would appreciate flowers now and then, not only for special occasions. How do I get that from him without sounding ungrateful for everything that he has done for me? Um, Any advice would be appreciated. (sighs) Here's what I would have to say. Go on. This, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I was a little bit uh, like this when I was like 20 and in college and like first started dating and being like, having these like perceptions of what I wanted my exes to like do for me, but not being willing to actually say it. And let me tell you, you just need to say it. Like you're, if you're with somebody like hoping that they're gonna just magically know all of your wants and needs and to sh- and know how to show you love the way you like to be loved without you telling it, like that's a fantasy. And 
I, I just don't think it's realistic. And it took me a long time to like realize that, but it's like, you just got to ask for what you want. I don't see any problem at all. in just saying, Hey, like I love flowers. They represent this to me. They make, uh, they remind me of this or whatever it might be that for the reason that you enjoy them so much and just tell them and be upfront and say, I like being surprised with these occasionally. If you would do that, it would be great. Um, it's just, it's just otherwise, like, it's not going to happen without you telling him. No one's going to ever to be able to guess what you want or read your mind. Realistically, bringing it up, though, is a challenge. So I would offer you think? thoughts. I think asking for what you want in life, a lot of people are not good at that. But here's what I think you should do, and I think this is a good way to do it in relationships, is not just, like... You can't just say, like, I want um, you to get me flowers every once in a while and have that be the end-all, be-all. It should be a conversation about, like, what ways do you like me to show love to you? Here are some of the ways that I—it needs, like, here are the, some of the ways that I like to be loved. It needs to be a conversation, not, like—and I think there's an easier entry point, too, if you frame it in that way. Make them think that you are trying to think about how to make them happy. Yeah, And then be like— be like, ooh, I just saw this Instagram post that's all about the five different love languages. Do you know about those? And then they'll be like, no, what are that? And then you'll be like, oh, they're this and this and this and this. And you can Google them. And you can be like, oh, and oh, this is interesting. What you may want to receive as a love language might yes. be different from what you perform as a love language. That's really interesting. What do you think your love language is? And then they'll be like, then it's a conversation that you're having. And you're like, oh, I think my love language is uh, like when I, like little tiny surprises and gifts. Like when my, when, when people do that for me, oh my gosh, it just brings me joy. And then bam, you made them think that you were just having a conversation, but like, really, you just told them what you need. But it's also important to find out <laughs> what your uh, partner wants. Yeah, I feel like um, very often it's like it's it's again taking the lens of what you, how you view the world and make in assuming other people have the same lens. Yeah, and I think opening up that conversation strengthens your relationship. And if your partner gets weird about you telling them your wants and your needs, red flag. Bye. Exactly, and if, it's like if they get defensive when you tell them something that would that you are looking for in a relationship. And like give you resistance to that. The, the the response should always be when you are telling your partner how to love you better or like how you communicate your love. And they are and they respond to that negatively. That's a red flag. Yeah. And I'm just like, if anything, I think this one is like a little easier kind of thing to ask for, because it's like if you're afraid to ask for flowers, like. How are you asking for what you want in the bedroom? How are you asking for an open relationship? How are you how are you asking for what you want in the bedroom? How are you having like conversations about bigger things, um, scarier things, like more vulnerable things? So I don't know. I think this is, like I said, a good kind of entry point. I think it's an easy way to do it, but you should definitely frame it in a sense where you're both learning about each other and figuring out, um, yeah, how you both like to receive and give love. Totally. You're not, let me tell you, you're no one's boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other is ever going to just magically know what you want. I know they tell us, they tell us in like the fairy tales and the rom-coms that they will, but they won't. <laughs> What's your love language, Corey? Um, okay, so I love uh, quality time. That's me. Like, I don't really 
need um, like gifts or anything. Like if it's my birthday or if it's like a holidays and I have a boyfriend or family members, it's like, I would just rather do stuff together than get gifts. Um, I also, I love um, showing love through doing like acts of service. Yeah, you like I love no, I like when I was little, I would surprise my mom and like clean the house when she was at work and like vacuum and do all the chores that I knew she hated doing. And I loved kind of like doing chores and stuff like that um, to make her life easier. And I definitely think it's uh, translated (laughs) into my adult life, too. Do you find that the the love languages that you appreciate in your partner are the same ones you are naturally good at yourself? Um. What? Like, perform- <laughs> do you find that what you are looking for your partner to do toward you is what you are also good at? Like, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. some um, people like to receive gifts, but maybe aren't good at giving gifts. Yeah. So my last ex loved like gifts and I was like not a gift person. Um, but like I can definitely change if I find if I find out that they want flowers. Um, I'm also very thoughtful and have a nice That's memory. Beautiful. So like if you tell me, I would remember Okay, okay, what are yours? Okay. Do you know? I don't know. I think, Physical um, touch? It. I am... I, I feel like it, it has changed throughout my time. Yeah. And it changes over relationships. Like, certain energies that a partner might bring to the table make me appreciate certain types of things they might bring to the table. Does that make sense? Definitely. So, um... I think what I look for, uh, oh, acts of service, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you want me to come give you some acts of service? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, you want me to surprise you and take crouton for a walk so you don't have to do it? Absolutely. That is the one. That is it. Do the dishes. Uh-huh. surprise you yes. and like you come home and I'm like oh I washed all the sheets and did all the bedding oh my god <laughs> you can have it all you power wash the backyard yep. like, yes yep. Oh, yep I did it yep Yep. wow mm-hmm. can't believe we're so compatible and I'll take gifts I guess but bitch I'm not good at giving them that's true I hate it yeah I hate it it's alright yeah don't you think you're a quality time kind of guy no <laughs> really I'm not a quality time kind of guy, and I'm bad at giving quality. You're time. like, I, leave I, me alone. I hyper fixate often. And so, like, I will lose myself in whatever I get up to. I'm like, oh, or like when I'm doing something, I'm thinking about all the other things I'm supposed to be doing. Not so you. I'm bad at quality time. Not you being a classic Pisces Aries cusp. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> you are. Oh, <laughs> are you good, girl? Yeah, I'm just stoned. Oh, are you? I'm not. I should be. Yeah, I am. Well, okay. okay. Well, well, I think we solved everyone's problems. I today. think we solved the world's problems. Per usual, Corey, where can people find you? You can find me solving the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me giving out lots of a relationship advice, but not being in a relationship myself. Love that for you. Yeah. Where can people... uh Locate your little booty. You can find me telling people to put their socks on while my feet are out and stinky. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope not because I don't like the stinky feet. No, okay. 
Okay. All well, right. We'll see y'all uh, later. Good luck with your lives. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll uh, please support our Patreon, and maybe you can <laughs> listen to us stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Tea. That's it. All right. Later. Bye.